Good afternoon. How's everybody doing today? Um, I'm going to talk to you just a couple minutes from one of the Psalms. If if you notice, there's kind of a theme. I usually go to one of the Psalms, and today we're going to look at Psalm 32. And uh, verse 1 says, Oh, what joy for those whose obedience is forgiven, whose sin is put out of sight. Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. And one of the things that we need to remember is that our ability to come before God as righteous people does not stem from our being better than anybody else or us being without sin because that's impossible. It comes from the fact that God cleanses us of our sin. And, you know, you'll hear people say all the time, well, you know, there's the Old Testament, there's the New Testament, but people were saved and cleansed exactly the same way in the times of Jesus as they were in the times before Jesus. And it it had to do with uh, believing that God would cleanse, believing that God would forgive. And so here's the next couple of verses that are important. It says, when I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the heat. Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. And it says in the New Testament, too, that when we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, to, faithful and just to forgive our sins. And so we, we are forgiven the same ways. Now, once we confess Jesus, all of our sins are forgiven. But it's also important that as we keep, if you want to keep that um, guilt-free conscience, if you want to keep that, that pure heart before God, then you, you need to continue to confess your sins. See, we're told to do that even after we come to faith in Christ. And our sins are forgiven, but our sins kind of block our fellowship between God. Now, the blockage is on our end. You know, if you've ever had a pipe that was backed up or whatever, um, you know, first you have to figure out where the blockage is. Is it this end? Is it that end? And then you can deal with it. Well, the blockage is always going to be on our end. It's not because God <clears throat> doesn't love us anymore or that God's punishing us by not listening to us or by not having fellowship with us because of our sin. It's the blockage is on our, on our side. And so the way that we clear that up is by confessing our sins. And this, the, the writer here is talking about, uh, David is talking about how when he did not confess his sins, his body wasted away. He groaned all day, all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. Strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. It affects our bodies. It affects our minds. It affects our emotions. And it affects our spiritual life of the Lord. When we do not, you know, you, you'll hear me say this phrase, keep short accounts with God. And what that means is that you want to um, be in the habit of confessing sins. You know, you may feel like, well, God, I don't want to hear that anymore. But that, that helps us. And the Bible tells us he is faithful to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so when we confess, God cleanses us of unrighteousness. It doesn't, that, that's not having to do with, well, once you sin, you have to ask forgiveness again. It has to do with being cleansed. You know, like um, when my kids were little and, you know, you'd say, hey, you need to take a, a bath or a shower or whatever. And they'd say, well, I took one. When? And it'd be like three days ago. Well, you got to do that on a regular basis. And the same is true about confessing our sins. 
So we'll go on to the next part of this psalm. It says, Therefore let all the godly pray to you while there is still time, that they may not drown in the flood waters of judgment, for you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey him. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Now, how do you have a pure heart? By being cleansed by God, by God from all unrighteousness. And how do you do that? By not hiding our sins, but by openly confessing them to the Lord. And that gives us a clear conscience. It helps us to move forward. You know, once you've confessed that sin, move on. And there's no penance you have to do. Uh, Jesus already did that for you. It's about keeping those accounts short with God and having a, a clear heart and a pure heart and a heart that's not cluttered with guilt. And whenever you start um, feeling guilt again about sins that you've already confessed and done your best to repent and turn away from them, that's not coming from God. That's coming from the enemy. And he's constantly trying to cloud your relationship with God or to keep you from him. And guilt keeps us from approaching God the way we should. So the way that we overcome that is by confession and then by believing what the word of God says. And here's, here's what David said one more time. It said, finally, I confessed all my sins to you and I stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. So we're not supposed to go through life as believers feeling guilty over past sins. We confess those and then we move on in righteousness because we believe what the word of God says over what we might feel. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to grasp that God truly has forgiven us. But not only has he forgiven us, the Bible says that he has removed um, our sins as far away from him as the east is from the west. And so he's not even reminded of our sins because he sees us through the prism of the life of Jesus that was lived in obedience to him without sin. So read Psalm 32, um, you know, set aside daily time, you know, whether it's just a few moments to confess your sins, to be, um, you know, clear your accounts before God so that you can go and approach him with a pure heart. So once again, that's Psalm 32. Hope you guys read it. And I hope you'll join us for service this Sunday, whether it's online or in person and hope to see you then. I hope you have a great week. God bless.